0: Don't just think about conjuring the undead tonight. Pick up a summoning scroll and call forth the fantasy necromancers. We never let you down. In fact, we'll keep you up all night long. you always get a different necromancer animating wild new zombies and skeletons every time you summon. Dark, forbidden, undead fantasies in the privacy of your own home with no screeching paladins to spoil your fun. Every call is private and strictly confidential. Let us make your necromancy dream come true tonight. Call and speak to a fantasy necromancer in your area now. Just ten silver pieces a call. For chaotic evil adults only.
1: everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sci-Fi Writers Playing Old School D&D. And you know what, listeners? We're so happy and so thankful for you. Yes. Seriously, thanks for listening. It's really cool that people like to listen to us play this fun, fun game. I am going to call upon Kat, our newest player, to tell us what happened in our last episode, but only if she can give us a satisfying answer to this week's old school credentials. And, Kat, you're a publisher, correct?
2: I am. Let's
1: say you could go back to those glory days of the late 1970s, mid to early 1980s, and you have the ability to publish any author that was hot at that time. Uh, What would you have picked up for your company?
2: Oh, my God. Oh, that is
1: a. You better answer correctly or you will be killed. Well, your character will. Whoa. Your character <laughs> will. Um,
2: that's harsh. That's, music. <laughs> that's harsh. I know well, pressure.
1: not what um, happened to Forbes.
2: It's not really uh, science fiction. It's more fantasy. Um, that's it's okay. Uh, P.C. Hodgell. She wrote uh, Godstock.
1: I have not read that. Has anyone mm-hmm. read that? I have
2: no idea. I know. Either. My mom oh, read it, here it here to me when I was an infant, <laughs> and it's got blood and guts, and there's this scene where this guy has been flayed alive on a throne in the middle of the square, and there are flies picking on his body. I'm like, yeah, that, that that's the kind of book I would want to publish.
3: Boy, or, or are you playing the right module?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Ravenloft.
2: Thank you and,
1: wait, did you say your mom read that to you while you were an infant?
2: yes she wanted to read her book and you know you have an infant and you have to feed it so and you know she found that uh, I if she if I heard my her voice um it didn't matter what she was saying but if I heard her voice I would quiet down so she would read to me whatever book she was reading and this <laughs> happened to be it
3: you know if my mother <laughs> and- were reading me that I would quiet down too. <laughs> then, hey, that's
2: how I got through grad
0: school. I gotta tell you, I read grad books to him. <laughs> hey, you know? And
1: then my, and then my sweet little darling, he ripped off his skull, It <laughs> <the barrow laughs> Doesn't matter blood. what
0: you say, as long as you say it in a sing-song voice.
2: Exactly.
1: And he raised the corpse aloft and said, ha, ha, ha.
2: <laughs> and they love it. And they really I do. it up. I, I, I think that that did contribute to my warpedness. But uh, this my
0: kid's going to need therapy. <laughs> well, that's,
1: that's, that's, a, that's a solid answer. And so you get to stay in the group and you Aww. get to tell our listeners what happened last week.
2: Well, uh, last week we were beset upon by a a pack of uh, creatures of which uh, the party believed were werewolves. Um, But one got felled quite quickly, in fact, so now uh, the party is confused.
1: Right. So, uh, John, your character had an action hero moment and just kind of leapt into battle. At the shining glowing wolf uh, from Promeus' spell, you could see the light glinting off your armor. Your hair was sort of like waving and flapping behind you. <laughs> you land that stroke, cut the animal's head off, the head rolled. The uh, creature that was trying to attack Jack Random stepped on it and stumbled and lost his attack. It was, it was a natural 20 in every sense of the word or the phrase. So now that takes us, I believe, in our initiative rolls to the wolves. And... Um, you know, I think that uh, I think that was bikes. just so awesome that those wolves <laughs> are just kind of looking to see what they should do right now, um, and that's <laughs> going to give the next initiative opportunity to Chris Porteau's ranger who is on his back. But uh, you've got an opportunity here.
3: Mm, okay, so uh, I'd like to. Here's what I'd like to do, and you tell me if I've got this many, this much action to go. But sure. I'd like to stand up. Draw my bow and arrow, and aim at the nearest dire wolf to me,
1: okay, I think that you could have the opportunity to stand up and ready your bow and arrow, but I think that uh, we'd have a new round of play before you had a chance to fire alternately yeah. Yeah, alternately, you would have the time to pull out a short-range weapon, a small sword or a dagger, and thrust towards one of the wolves, and then do one of those cool backward somersaults to your feet. I mean, I think that would be pretty awesome.
3: Okay, yeah, let's but, see. I didn't realize they were so close. If they're close enough for me to hit with a, a hand weapon, yeah. I'll do that.
1: Yeah, they, they've knocked you over, and so they're within hand weapon range.
3: They're like over your throat.
1: Yeah, well, I right. thought
3: they. Had, I thought they had... I thought they'd move But okay Alright uh, So I'll uh, I'll pull out my uh, My sword And give them a swipe
1: Okay So Go ahead and roll And what armor class do you hit?
3: Alright uh, Let's see So that's 12 Hang on I, gotta, uh, I got nothing No bonus to hit So uh, Yeah That's a 12 That's not gonna do it
1: What's your What's your of?
3: 15
1: So you hit oh, armor class sweet. So take-o. you hit armor class 3
3: Oh, well, i will do
1: it so you do you do hey, you, uh, you there you push that you push that sword uh past past their hides past their fur or past its fur and now you can roll for damage
3: i did and it's an eight
1: an eight all right so it's a it's a good it's a good wound the wolf howls and yelps and starts to fall back clearly uh not wanting to stay uh, with that <laughs> sword stuck in it
3: okay and then so I'll, uh, i will spring up left. and do a backflip
1: Awesome, it looks like and it. everyone just stops and claps. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I think now I think that's our everybody who didn't roll a ten. So right, right. So now you've got your our two wizards, we've got our gypsy, and we've got our pirate, all kind of taking an action at the same time. And so we're going to do this old school, where the whole side is deciding what they're going to do. So uh, everybody, tell me what you're going to do, and then we'll resolve. There's the big werebear bear thing, right? Still out there, right? It's it's a wolf. You can tell it's though. it's it's some kind of a werewolf or, or wolf. Where how far was, is it? It was on two legs, right? It's it's on two legs. It's got uh it's got arms, claws, you know, rippled rippling muscles underneath its fur. Does
2: it Our seem
1: feet. does it seem more hit dicey than the little wolves? It seems much more hit dicey than the little. wolves. <laughs> All right, okay. So what? Uh, promise, here, I'm gonna shoot my magical missiles at it. What is, right, so you're gonna fire, he's going to fire a magic missile. Um, uh, what else is happening? What is the distance from the uh, building to that beastie where? Um, it's uh, probably about 30 feet. Okay, cool. I am going to uh, cast a ray of enfeeblement on it. All right, so you're casting the ray of enfeeblement at it. Um, so Jack, Nick Cole's character, and mm-hmm. Cat... Our, our gypsy here, um, you you can you can you know that the wizards are going to be doing something, um, so take that into consideration as you decide what you want to do.
2: Are there any more uh, little wolves, or is it just the big one now?
1: Yeah, there's the one big one, and then there's a uh, one that seems to have been wounded pretty well, and there's another one that's uh, untouched. So there were three: one's dead, one's wounded, one is. Uh, prepare, you know, sealing itself and preparing.
2: Um, well, I'm standing by the door of the building. I'm guessing I've got a ways to cross before getting to where the other wolves are. So uh, I'll start making my way towards the wolf that is wounded, guessing that, the, that everyone else is probably going to be directing their attention to the ones that are not incapacitated.
1: Okay. All right, so you're going to the wounded wolf. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Can you guys hear me? Yes. 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 No. Out. Maybe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so tell him oh, okay. no. Tell him no. Weird. Um, uh, I am going to hit – last time you asked me, is are we still there or no? Yeah. Yeah, we're, okay. we're still here. Um, I have a lantern filled with oil, correct? Uh-huh. uh Hitting the werewolf with the oil. And I think it's not even moving. It's sort of standing right in front of me, right? It's it's kind of stumbled. It was it was going so it kind of like stumbled to its feet. It, it lost its momentum. So it's it's moving, but it's not actively dodging. It's it's resetting. Okay, I'm going to just uh, just smash this lantern over its head. Okay. All right. So here's the and here's the other tough part. I I think what we'll, I think will be nice, and we'll see that the uh, spellcasters have a clear shot. Um, but you are in close range. Right, mm-hmm. but I'm so, wiry. You're wiry. We're gonna do. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna do the same thing as last time. We're gonna, you know, the, the spell simply work. You know, you don't you don't roll to to see if it works. It works. But we'll do a d20, uh, a 20 meaning um, everything works out exactly as you wanted it to. A one meaning uh, your aim was a little off and you hit Jack it's Another instead.
3: player. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll just uh, set another player. Are you saying that
1: to the spellcasters? Both, both both spellcasters, yes. So it doesn't matter that there's no saving throw? So yeah, I not No, so. it, it, you can still cast it, right. but when you've got people in close quarters, I think there's still the opportunity that you're right, you're right, the you're missile right. that you fire, you know, Jack accidentally steps just in front of it. Okay, Ooh. so neither one of you rolled 20s or one, so everything's going to work more or less <laughs> how you'd expect. Um, so this is going to all resolve at once, so uh cat you uh reach that wounded wolf but that'll be your turn is just getting out the door and getting ready to battle um but you've caught up to it so you're going to have an opportunity to kill it next turn um let's uh let's figure out our damage and the effects of our spells um and while we're doing that uh the lantern flares up uh you you how cl- did you throw it or did you actually crack it over over his head jack nick I cracked it over his head Okay, so why don't you do the roll, the d20 roll as well Alright And we'll just see what happens there Okay Alright, so um, I rolled a six That's, that's okay, uh, so I'm going to let you uh, <laughs> I'm going to You're, you're going to swing And um, at a six, what's your two hit armor class, Zero? Or what armor class did you hit, rather? Uh, My to hit armor class... My Thako... Say it right. Is... 18 to hit zero. 18 to hit zero. Okay, so at a six, you hit armor class 12. So um, it sees it coming and dodges, and uh, the lantern just kind of cracks against the ground, and there's a little ball of flame, but thankfully, nothing crawls up on you, and uh, everybody's more or less okay. Uh, Damage and effects from the spell. I did. All right, so there's some magic resistance that I'm going to... The first roll is for Promius. The second roll is for Sander Vance. And in each case, uh, this creature does not resist the attack. So... Twelve points of damage from the magic missile slams into the creature's side. It howls and grabs at it. And then, what does the uh, what does your spell do, Christopher? Borg? So the uh, ray of first is this uh, thing man-sized or larger? Uh, it's a, it's an ML, so it's a large man size. Okay, so <clears throat> first you get a saving throw to negate what I'm trying to do. Which it failed. Which it failed. Okay, so now your um, strength is reduced to five for six rounds. All right, so strength is reduced to five. Man, gotta make me rethink my Thako. That's not cool. And you, right, uh, so... you also lose all strength bonuses and suffer an attack penalty of minus two and minus one to damage. Oh, that was a, a good spell to cast. All right. Next all round. round. No, it's good. That's good. <laughs> Keeping it alive. Um, the next round, we're going to go back to our initiative. Our leader was Allison. She realized, uh, the Amazon realized that though the arrows went in, it didn't seem to affect the beast in question. So the, the beast is still there. Uh, it looks like it's trying to shake off the effects of that, uh, that spell. It doesn't understand what's going on. Uh, one of the wolves is within firing distance and it's healthy. Another one has uh, sort of slinked off, but the gypsy who's been added to your party is right on its tail and you risk shooting her. If you I shoot fire at the regular at wolf? If you shoot at the regular wolf, uh, since the ranger sprung up out of the way, you should be able to get a clean shot.
0: you said the gypsy, which one is she going for?
1: She's going for the wounded wolf.
0: Okay, so the one that's not wounded, um, if I have a clear shot, I'll go with that.
1: Fire away, and let me know what armor class you hit.
0: Uh, let's, I have that goes 15, and uh, my longbow has basically plus 6, so 17.
1: All right, so you certainly hit that wolf, the arrow plunges into it for how much damage? Let's, 8
0: plus 18.
1: 18 damage so that arrow just sinks right into it and uh, you can barely see the the feathers at the end sticking out of its skin it pierces untold number of organs on its way through and that wolf drops dead
0: it's always nice to have a strength of 20
1: it kind (laughs) of helps out just a little bit when you're a literal
0: cyclops (laughs) what are you saying
1: Uh, no no you're a very nice lady so John Frater you're next you can okay. pers- you can pursue uh, pursue the wounded wolf, or you can go after uh, the weakened werewolf, or wolf wear, or whatever it might be.
3: Let's go after the, uh, the weakened wolf wear, whatever it is.
1: Okay. Uh, and what what? Tell me what you're attacking with.
3: Uh, scimitar
1: again. This round I get two attacks. Okay. And uh, anything special about that scimitar?
3: Other than it's, it's plus one, it's magic. That's about as interesting as it gets. Okay, great.
0: First roll, ooh, a 20. Non-natural, <laughs> but a 20 nonetheless. Very nice. Second roll, 13, which I don't think will hit.
3: Okay. No, that's good. No, I think it will hit. I think I hit with a 13.
1: I, yeah, 13. Yeah. So, yeah, because what's your... I'm sorry, what did you say? Your armor, your Thaco was 17?
0: Uh, my Thaco was 15.
1: Oh, yeah. So that's armor class 2. That hits. All right.
0: So damage for both. Let's do this roll. What does this thing do... D8 D yeah it'd be nice if this thing actually hello we're gonna do that yeah
3: carry the one
0: <laughs> plus strength the of in the play? let's see what's my strength 18, 18 16 so I have plus 4 damage so plus 5 damage
1: there we go First damage is 11. And that staggers it and it cries out. 13 for the second one. 24 points. All right. 36 points of damage. So that second slice just kind of goes right into it, um, just right across the top. It kind of pauses, looks in disbelief, and falls on its knees and then its muzzle hits the ground. That's how it's done.
0: Ha-ha, my friends! We are almost finished with these crazy animals. I have right. never seen so many wolves in my lives as
2: opposed to the past two days.
1: John <laughs> Prater, you are a killing machine. <laughs> you the boss I are. am a very
2: motivated individual, my friends.
1: So, so it's down. Um, you know, the rest of you are in range, but the only one that's really close to that last creature is our... Gypsy, uh, you hear a shot from the upper window. The blunderbuss goes off, and uh, the bullet just kind of like impacts around your feet, Gypsy, but uh, doesn't hit. So Antosh is trying to be helpful, <laughs> but uh, do you want to finish. Help that a little off?
3: less. Help a little less. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's it's clearly trying to escape now, uh, but it's wounded enough that it it's run. You can keep up with it. It's still a wolf, so you're having to exert yourself. You can keep up with it. You might be able to overtake it. Um, yeah, but it's moving off with into it. the darkness. Okay. Okay, so
2: you're.
1: you're okay, so you're you're kind of running after it. I think uh, next turn you'll be able to catch up and jump on it if that's what you want to do. But you're now uh, moving out of the sphere of light.
2: Okay. That, so, that is dangerous, but. Are yeah,
1: uh, so you ready for it? Anybody else? I'm gonna Any follow. Her. All right, so you're gonna follow. All right. So next turn, uh, you just want to jump on it, try to take it down like a like you know those baby cows at the rodeo.
2: Uh, actually, if I if we, I'm we able to, I've, I've got my uh, <laughs> my hand and I'm going to do batter up and swing at it while I'm running.
1: Okay, go ahead. Roll roll okay. d20. And that's a hit. So roll for Wait. damage. Uh, you need at least, least. Uh, need to administer at least four damage to expire this particular beast, and you roll a five. So you just crack its skull. You can hear a thickening thud. Its brains are spilling out of its nose, and it's dead. That's, <laughs> That's a
0: hell of
1: awesome. so, Thank you. And you turn around to see that the Amazon was uh, right at your heels, uh, giving you backup, sort of backing up first base. Um,
3: so, Kat, and, I, have to, I have to ask, was that description yes. of the wolf with the blood, the brains coming out of us, did that bring back fond childhood memories
2: for you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kat,
3: was oh, that my a...
2: yes, it's like Thanksgiving.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, as you return to the scene of battle, Maria is already out, outside, and uh, uh, the children are upstairs in the upstairs window. And um, they're looking at the body of the thing that was once a, a wolf wear. Oh, boy. It's um, going to suck. It's, it's face down. <laughs> it's, fa- it's face down, and she's looking at it. And Antos is yelling from the window, Who was it? Who was it? So she asks if one of you could please turn it over so they can see who it is. Well, that's an odd thing, because that means they knew more than they were letting on.
0: I'll turn it over. I'll help.
1: (laughs) I won't. That thing is an animal. (laughs) So you you turn it over, and you can see uh, it's a face that you don't recognize, but Maria's hands go to her mouth, and she goes, (gasps) and Antos is yelling, Well, who was it? Who was it? And she yells back, It it was Jacques. Jacques. Jacques? Him? Frere Jacques.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
3: I'm in Jacques. Jacques Strapp? <laughs> How jacques oh, ho, ho. once again, 12.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> she turns to the party and kind of speaks to you generally. She says, Jacques was our neighbor. He owned a farm not far from here. He is the one who killed my Joshua?
3: Sounds like there's a good real estate deal.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I'm no expert on law and evidence, but I don't know that you could just infer that this glowing
3: man bear that attacked your house killed your son. Now, come on. Haven't you ever watched an episode of Law and Order?
1: No, it it was Jacques. He always wanted this land, always, but we did not be knowing he was wolf bear. Well, not that
0: anymore he the, isn't.
1: He's yelling from the second story window, uh, as ontoxes like to do. <laughs> <laughs> you must you you must be rewarded. You must be rewarded. Sure, no, I like that. Jacques farm. Jacques' farm is not far. He wanted our land, you have his land. You go to farm. You take whatever you want.
3: Sounds like a plan.
1: Does Jacques have a daughter? daughter. If we do that? Huh. No, Jacques I'm... not have daughter. Why you're... oh <laughs> <horrible thing. laughs> Because the Ranger's a little bit rapey. <laughs> does he have any sheep oh, <laughs> for the pirate yeah. <laughs> uh, thankfully Antos isn't quick enough to pick that up but Maria gives you a disapproving glance uh, well, so it's night uh, they, yeah. they tell you that Antosh's farm is just uh, just over over the river and through the woods but um, you can, you're, you're more than welcome if you wish to stay the night here and go in morning.
3: Yeah, that seems the best. I mean, traipsing around in the dark is a great way to get mauled. Yes.
0: In the meantime, tell me about wolf wear.
1: Ah, the wolf wear.
3: It's it's very convenient in the wintertime. It keeps you warm.
1: (laughs) You are not knowing. You are not from here, of course. The wolf wear uh, changes. It changes into uh, what you saw. Jacques can change into what you saw, very powerful, very dangerous, but we are not knowing who is and who isn't. A wolf wear can only be hurt by magic or by iron. Iron.
0: We needed a damn iron smith.
1: Yes, this is why if you go to blacksmith, uh, they charge for iron so much more than steel. So he can choose to make this change? Yes, you change at will. Wolfwares all can change at will. They are very different from the moon curse. They can only change at the moon, but the wolfware is very dangerous, always with us, never knowing who is who until they change, and then too late.
0: So, where's the nurse, Blacksmith? Uh,
1: well, back behind, behind is Harmonia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or skull.
3: Why don't we
0: go to Jacques'
3: farm is, and see if he's got skull. any iron implements we can uh, uh, borrow?
1: But we
0: have magic weapons, right? Mm-hmm. Without and, iron tips and magic.
3: You know, ironically, yeah. ironically, ironically, my arrows were iron-tipped before I dipped them in silver. <laughs> <laughs> of course.
1: They would. Well, wait.
3: <laughs> now, do they have to be, be and... magic and iron, or do they? Do, is that or can they No, be it can either iron. be a
1: normal weapon that's made of iron or a plus one, uh, at least plus one. A magical weapon.
0: Well, I'm good. I have a plus ten weapon. Apparently, my arrows don't do it, so I need to get some iron arrows at first possible chance.
1: And then you run into a werewolf, and it's, and it's the exact opposite. But now well, you know. So I have uh, the
0: silver. I just need. I need a choice.
1: Yep, you just need to be able to switch out. That's right.
0: It's like we're
3: dancing with the DM, and he keeps stepping on our feet. We just can't. <laughs> we just can't get it in sync.
1: You guys are getting close. You're getting close. Um, so you're going to stay the night here with Antosh and Maria and the children. Right. Yes. Correct. All right. Well, then let's uh, let's go to sleep, and let's ask our listeners to go to sleep, too. And, uh, oh, Chris I think Portia. they're there. Oh, <laughs> Chris, Exciting episode.
3: We're boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, just Christopher. Are you kidding? John the... Frater just turned into yeah, a murder yeah, yeah. machine. That was a great no, episode. No, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> No, I was kidding. He That's, set me I up. I had to make the joke.
1: Let's have someone say farewell. Let's ask Promeus to say farewell to our listeners this week. Well, it was nice having you along, and goodbye.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now get the hell off my lawn. <laughs> this episode of Sci-Fi Writers Playing Old School D&D was brought to you by... The
0: Fantasy Necromancers. We'll keep you up all night long.
3: I'm Chris Porteau, author of the Legacy Fleet novel Avenger, the first Swarm War book two. Your host and producer of this podcast. Our executive producer is Jason Ansbach, author of Till Death. Kevin G. Summers, author of the Bleak December, designed our epic logo. You can pick it up on hoodies and shirts over in our Green Dragon Loot Shop. The shop's logo was created by the lovely and talented Guinevere Boer, our magic user spousal unit. Go check out the loot shop, our bios and more at oldschooldnd.com. That's O L D S C H O O L D N as in Nancy D dot com. That's all for now. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.